0: Welcome to Wolf Den's Saturday Session, your inside look at all the critical moments in the den and the great game on a Saturday. Autumn Carnival kicks off today and the racing is elite. It's a really important day for all of us in the den as we've been losing and we want to turn it around. We've had a lot of big bets on a lot of the favourites in the big races today and we want and need a bookie blood bath. All right, how does it feel, boys? Back in the den for a Saturday session. What's the mood like early? Group one racing is back. It is. I love the look
1: of Caulfield. I've got a few real maximum bet plays there, which I love. Mr. Brightside, Stay Focused, Young Werther, All Max, and also the, the, the two year old, the two year old, the bold bass. And you So are, they're you all were, max bets for me. So I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we can ram one right up the bookies. You're predicting a book, bookie bloodbath. I are, am.
0: Yeah, nothing's changed.
1: I backed I backed the first uh, favourite, which got rolled, and then I was just on the last one, which won at a dollar ninety-five. So yeah, I am. I am. We've got a great Dan O in today. How are you, mate?
2: <laughs> yeah, mate, really good. Uh, yeah. Good horses are back. Two-year-olds are hotting up. So yeah, it looks like one of those days. There's a lot of obvious sort of top picks. Mm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they uh, how they play out. Hopefully, most of them win for the punters. What did you make of some of the big favourites down at Caulfield? Yeah, look, as I said before, they all look sort of pretty obvious. Like, they're hard to knock. Um, impossible to knock Mr Brightside. You know, Bowl Bastille's the, the standout on figures. Um, so, yeah, I guess it depends on, on your style of betting. A lot of people like to get those horses try and get them beat. Um, other people are happy to go with the, the sort of obvious and play to the, the strength of the, the market efficiency. So... Um, yeah, it be interesting viewing and we'll be taking forward a lot from this meeting like in yeah. the future races. Yeah. yeah.
0: We kick off in New Zealand with Tarapa Race 6, the Herbie Dyke Stakes. 2,000 metres Group 1 and one of the best middle distance weight-for-age races on the New Zealand calendar. Legato, who got beat at a very short quote on Crack Millions Day a fortnight ago, goes round again. Her Autumn Grand Final is the Australian Cup at Flemington in March. The field around it is talented and they all want a piece of the Aussie prize money she is after. Beat her and you deserve a trip across the ditch. What's your opinion on Legato, possibly the best horse in New Zealand? Is that another outlandish R.I. statement? or?
2: Oh, look, maybe. I mean, maybe. Um, there was a two-year-old filly that won last week at Matamata called Alabama Lass, who mm. went like an absolute rocket and um yeah, very interested to follow her career she might be the best horse in new zealand
3: alabama
1: Lass turns for home with a break of three links for my moorland then followed out wider by renovations and behind them winsong and further the elizniak but at the 150 alabama lass she is off and gone here alabama lass and sam Sprad will make a very impressive winning debut has absolutely bolted in
2: yeah legato is a great mare um, she was obviously rolled at, at the shorts last time but I don't think she was that disappointing for me. She's still rated in her range, not her best run, but she wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner, Desert Lightning, went like a rocket. They ran incredibly fast on the clock, and it was like seven lengths to the third horse. So, you know, if you take him out, she's beaten you know some other horses by seven lengths. And if that was the case, she's probably shorter than I think mean, she's dollar seventy-five at the moment. Mm. So, yeah, on uh, sort of my model, has got a priced a bit shorter than that. So,
0: does she have mm. to win today to justify coming across for the Australian Cup?
2: Probably against this field, there's not much there, to be honest. I mean, Sharp and Smart's there, he he might be cast. Campioness is a a sort of decent mare, but she's a six-year-old now, well-exposed, and ratings are just sort of, eh, at least by Australian standards. So she probably does have to win in decent style, I think, if she's got aims to come across to Australia and run in some uh, good autumn races. What do you
0: make of it? Getting close to the halfway mark there. They to be
2: going pretty slow. It's a very compact field. They all look to be under a tight hold. If anything, that probably plays into her favour. There's um, no
0: compromise to put some pace into it's it. Some
2: some taking off. No
0: compromise, yeah. Elliot's coming to the running line on Legato.
2: Going pretty early, yeah.
0: Campionessa getting into it. It's going to be a good race. Good Legato, ride. Campionessa. Here we go.
2: Sharp and smart. Looks whacking away still. 2000s testing.
1: Campionessa.
2: Wants
3: the fence. Hasn't gone past yet.
2: Nope. There we go. Going to fight her off. There we go. Tough win.
3: Yeah.
1: Good job. Tough win. Looked under a bit of pressure at the 300, but fought on well.
3: Mm. Mm. Job done, I think you'd say.
1: First plane over to Sydney.
3: Melbourne. Mm.
0: So we're still coming over, Dano?
2: <laughs> oh, you'd still come because, um, yeah, I mean, she, she's got a good record. Um, I don't know, probably entitled to win a bit better than that, I would have thought, given the run she had. Yeah. Beautiful ride. They didn't go hard, presented at the top of the straight like she was ready to put him away. Just, and they just that sort that of,
0: turn of foot we wanted to see, did we?
2: Yeah, they just sort of whacked home, Like looked a pretty steady finish. Um, mm. Sharp and smart looked gone at the 300. He just kept bobbing up and down and... And they only just sort of got past him, so...
0: Crawford race 6, the Blue Diamond Prelude for the boys, 1,100 metres. It feels like we have an elite crop of two-year-olds this season and the Blue Diamond is wide open. Team Snowden have the strongest hand in this prelude with two of the favourites with High Octane and Bodyguard. Both cost more than a million at the sales and if either can win the Blue Diamond, they will 10x their purchase price. Uh, really intense hour and a half of racing coming up, boys. Where would you rather be? Dano, first question, mate. We're about to see uh, the first pretty serious two-year-old race of the year. What do you make of this crop of two-year-olds? Well,
2: I think they're pretty good. There's a bit of depth. There's a couple of, you know, strong performers so far, like Stormboy Boy and, and even the winner last week, Coleman. Uh, and there's plenty of others behind them that look to have a bit of substance that, that could sort of elevate to be really good horses. So um, it's shaping as a really deep blue diamond. So keen to see how the, the two races today um, shape up. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good season, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. The King's Own. Um, yeah. During the week, I heard a bit of talk about how the Snowdens are pretty good at setting their horses for grand finals. This isn't the grand final, but the, for High Octane and Bodyguard, their grand final might be the Blue Diamond a couple of weeks from now. Mm. And people are a bit hesitant to back the Snowden runners in this race, and that plays well into what you think. You like stay focused in the race. What's happening in the marketplace? um
1: Um, high octane's probably been the most solid in betting i think we did the um saturday set on thursday it was around the three dollar mark and it's been real solid now it's into about 260 um i tip stay focused at the time it was around Mm 440 he's into about the $3.80 mark he came in as short as 320 he's back out a bit to 380 now and bodyguard's been the one that's been easy which um i thought was the delay in the race out to 420 you can get as much as the bookies are Betfair 420, bookies are chasing it out to about 390 now that you can get. So the two they want, Stay Focused
2: and High Octane. Stay Focused looks like he's racing a bit keen. Yeah, yeah he, he does.
3: Gave a little gap for High Octane to push up and take the fence. Mm. Three wide now, uh, Stay Focused. but mm.
0: Bodyguard getting a nice cover.
3: It is. Octane's had a beautiful run, travels nice.
0: Yeah. All right, here they come. Stay yeah. Favorite can't get a run there. Nah, yeah, yeah, S-
3: Come on, stay and bodyguard. bodyguard.
0: High octane never got running. Ooh, look at bodyguard.
1: second. There
3: we go.
2: Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive bodyguard. Nice you, right? Yeah, expensive Colt. Um, one of those James Harron. One of those James Harron Colts. Mm. Um, Central Second improved, horse improve, Strong run. late, twelve hundreds okay. I mean, I think that the clock will be key here. Um, not massive margins back. Um, the is it? I think the
3: four did everything wrong. Stay focused. It, did, it, didn't it only got beaten the neck. Stay focused. Keeney
2: pulled out early to sort of yeah just get moving instead of sitting behind him going too slow and did a good job to sort of fight on. Um, Once again, the drifter wins.
3: Yep. Three dollars
2: f- out to four sixty at the end
1: on Betfair. It was
3: yeah. nothing bodyguard.
1: Went, no one wanted it.
3: Nothing went right from the turn on, with high octane.
0: And before that race, bodyguard was ten dollars for the blue
1: diamond. Yep. What are we predicting? We'll... Six, six dollars. Depends yeah. what time it ran. Really, it's you can't. It's hard to know yeah. until you get the figures. Probably. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, think, I think initially six, six dollars. It won't be in front of Coleman. Um, or Lady of Camelot, I wouldn't have thought. Mm-hmm. That'd be my gut feel. Mm.
3: Next race, the, once the girls run around, they compare the times and then that, that dictates definitely, the price a bit. Yeah. So.
2: That'll see another change, even an adjustment to the, the Colts prices based on what the fillies do. Yeah.
0: yeah so you weren't wowed really, were you?
2: No, I mean, I thought it was a strong win and you've got to remember the Blue Diamond's over 1,200 and probably more pressure, so Bodyguard looks like you know he'll appreciate that. Uh, he was first up there, how much improvement, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, he's going to be in the mix. But, yeah, just visually, they weren't as impressive as, say, Coleman last week.
0: Randwick, race six. The Eskimo Prince stakes. 1,200 metres, group three, and for 3 year old Maybe the race of the day. Corfield Guinea's winner, Griff, is top weight, alongside Tom Kitten, who had one of the most impressive wins of the spring in the spring champion stakes. And just below them is NCAP, who got nutted on the line in the Golden Rose to arguably the best three-year-old in the country militarise. In an episode of The Punt, I asked Mark Sheen who his horse to follow out of the spring was, and he said, celestial legend. He's racing here, and because of the quality of the field, we get $6.50 today to find out if Mark was right. All these horses aspire to the three old autumn classics, possibly the big autumn handicaps, and even wait for age. But all that is beyond them if they can't measure up here. Dan-O, I've called this the race of the day. Agree, disagree.
2: Oh... I'll disagree with that, only okay. because I like disagreeing with you, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good race. I mean, yeah. uh, everything except Cabalos is first up, so there's a lot of unknowns there. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a good race in terms of how... You know, a lot of these horses have got targets down the track, so mm. it'll be interesting to see how they return, yeah.
0: Any of these horses possibly break, break
2: out into the wait-for-age ranks? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm interested, like Tom Kitten, we spoke about in the den a lot um, yeah. in the spring. Uh, and even even Griff, when he won the Caulfield Guineas, I mean, he was big odds that day, but I don't think there was, was a fluke in the performance. He was up front and was still strong late. Uh, he's been trialling really well, um, but this is well short of his best. Um, Moravi is the horse I've got on top. Um, it's the one in the race that I think's like the sprinting type, whereas most of these others are sort of looking for a bit further. Mm. Um, so yeah interested to see how he goes um, but yeah it's going to be going to be a great race the market's done a lot of correction cabalist open favorite which seemed pretty silly at the time um, in the early markets um, up to this grade um, might make us all look silly and come out and win but um, yeah the market's done a lot of adjusting uh, and there's very little between a lot of them that's it's,
0: it's rare you see a market where yeah. every the market's basically saying every horse has a chance
2: yeah yeah. I mean yeah. you wouldn't be surprised if any of them won to be honest yeah Kings what have you done yeah, mate? mate? Um, I'm on
1: Celestial Legend Mm -hmm. at around the $8.50 mark. It's been pretty easy in betting. In terms of betting, they only want two horses. Moravia, which has been really well backed into about 360 favourite. Now, the other one that there's been a lot of money for is Macarena. Officially today, $7 into about $5, but they did bet as much as... Tap put up $11 with a small deduction. So those are the two they want. Um, But it's an interesting race with the top three probably, especially the top two wanting longer. And have been very easy in betting. So, uh, yeah, I'm just on Celestial Legend. Celestial Legend's getting a nice run for. Nice the run. Fence.
0: Not much pace on, right? They really slowed him up. And uh, close compared, compared to where he normally is. Kings.
1: It's going to be a sit and sprint. Yeah, he can go to the fence there. Yeah. Legend.
0: Yeah.
3: Macarena down the outside, if it's good enough. Cabalas with.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Griff, super disappointing. Tom Kitten, come on a little, but.
2: Interesting race. Yeah. Cabalas, early, early markets were right. Yeah. They know the punters. Hat tip to the, um, probably the tab guys, I'm guessing, that go up first there. They had Cabalas' favourite. I think um, yeah. myself included, and plenty of other people thought that was off the mark. And mm. the market reflected that. Um, but he won like a clear cut favourite. Bjorn will be happy. Yeah, Ex-Waller. Ex- yeah. mm. And he might get over a bit of distance, is that right? Um, off that, you'd say maybe get a bit further. I mean, that was only 1,200 there. But there's a few dis- lot of disappointing runs there. Yeah, for horses absolutely. That horses you'd think would be hitting the line um, with a view to stepping up in trip and, and going on to slightly stronger races. Yeah, there's a yeah. few disappointments there. And Griff inexplicably failed. Yeah, ordinary run there. jumped so well, you, you thought he was um, on, ready to go. As I said, he's been trialling well. Um, but yeah, didn't offer much in the, in the straight there.
0: Caulfield Race 7, Blue Diamond Prelude for the girls, 1,100 metres. The King's owner's had one of his biggest bets of the day on Bold Bastille. She was one of the more impressive winners early in the two-year-old season, and her golden slipper path starts today. She's ridden by Mr. Super Bowl Mark Zara, who was on a 7.45pm flight to Vegas for Monday's Super Bowl. What a life! All right, boys. It's bold Bastille time. Mark Zara, Mister Super Bowl. Quick question for you. He's flying for a seventy-two hour hit and run trip to Vegas. Um, we assume he's flying business class. Would you boys go on a seventy-two hour hit and run trip to Vegas to watch the Super Bowl? But you've got to fly economy class, not business class, <laughs>
1: to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you grind it out an economy over. Yes. There.
3: So you got to remember, yeah, I'd get
1: you're, on you're, the beers. i go,
3: yeah, I'd go right on with it. <laughs> you're in the air for 24
1: hours.
0: You're on the ground for 24 right. hours, Then you're back in the plane for another 24 hours. Yeah, That's grueling. Dano, what about you? Me, mate?
2: once. Oh, for sure. If you get to go to the Super Bowl, as long yeah. as I didn't have to pay the fifteen thousand for the tickets or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Stab more on yeah. bowl. Best not? Deal. It's not that far. It's it's yeah, uh, <laughs> it's in Vegas this year, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, so it's on the uh, west coast. So it's not yeah. too bad. Dream
0: team, mm- quickly, mate.
2: Easy. You do it. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay. Back wouldn't like it. I don't but think I'll... I could do it. I just, yeah. Be
1: too yeah but you're a toff. We're not toff.
2: <laughs> That's right.
1: Um, Radio,
0: exciting race, Dano. When we did our Stars of the Spring podcast, you said that Bold Bastille was the most impressive two-year-old you had seen. Obviously, that was very early in the season. Yep. How's Bas- Bold Bastille looking at the moment?
2: Yeah, she's still up there. I mean, up until Storm Boy, she was my top-rated two-year-old um, horse. Like Coleman uh, has sort of also overtaken her now, but she's only had the one run. Um, that valley run was impressive. Um, yeah, I, I think she's a good filly. Um, I'd expect her to to win here. Um, she's very fast. So I think she'll find the front and yeah, take a lot of uh, lot of running down. She only had the one jump out, so there'll be improvement to come for the Blue Diamond. But, yeah, I'm not sure that there's a huge amount of depth in this race despite the big field. So, um, yeah, hopefully she can go on and, and justify that debut and put herself in the mix. Just quickly on Storm Boy, um
0: was in the news this week. He's been secured for 20 million by Coolmore. That could go up to 50 million depending on how many races he wins in the future. Mm-hmm. That kind of money would mean that he must be a
2: generational talent. Is he a generational talent? Uh, potentially, yeah. I think a little bit of um, freakish about what he did in the Magic Millions, whatever way you slice and dice it, and uh, you know, the way. We sort of analyse all these things he was a real outlier in his performance there and just so strong late like he's got a massive engine that horse so um the young horses they are sort of vulnerable to you know all sorts of other sort of factors but on what we've seen yeah he, he might be um, one right out of the box I think. Would you rather back him or lay him at three dollars in the slipper? Uh, if I had to choose to do one or the other today I'd definitely not that I'd you know, go and bet and take $3 now in a slipper. But if I had to choose one or the other, I, I would be taking $3 rather than laying it. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Interestingly, we were at a um, function during the week, Betfair function, and Adrian Bott spoke there and he said that Stormboy will have one more run in the slipper and it won't mm-hmm. be in the Todman, which many people thought will be in the Skyline. Mm-hmm. They think they can go in the Skyline and probably scare away any serious competitors and have a bit of an easy hit out and then be cherry right for the slipper. I thought that mm-hmm. was interesting to hear.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, the Todman's a traditional leader, Yeah, um, but... Yeah, they, they know the horse, so um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to to see him go around in that race, and and also you know horses like Switzerland, who hasn't had his second start yet, to sort of make that big elevation, and there'll be other talent emerge. So as we said before, it's good two-year-old season, yeah, um, and yeah, but I do think he he's potentially one right out of the
0: box. Love it. Let's go the closest thing Australian racing has to Kenny Callender at the moment, that is the King Zone.
1: Talk to us about <laughs> what is happening in the market in this Blue Diamond Prelude. <laughs> Bo Bastille is uh, <laughs> 2.10, I took 2.30, 2.10 bookies around 2.20, 2.25 bet fair, um, yeah if, 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 if uh, I do think Bo Bastille will improve on whatever happens here but it, as Dan said it's a pretty weak race, I bet right up. Am I right in saying that you came into this earlier in the
0: week, you had an unusual pre-post bet?
1: yeah I think yesterday we backed it, no Thursday we backed it. Uh-huh. What okay. made you decide to do that? I'm just so sick of missing the price on all the things I tip, so I just thought I'd come into this one. And I thought the rest of the field looked pretty weak and they could only Mm. back one horse, but Mm. it's firmed up a bit, not dramatically, so I'm happy with the bet. It's just a matter of whether I have more on right now or not before they jump. Have more on? Okay.
0: (laughs) I've just realised why they're playing Rocky. It's because Apollo Creed died. For real. Mm. Did you know that? Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah. Quick question before they jump. Is Rocky IV the greatest sports movie ever made? Rocky IV, that is. (laughs) Ivan Drago. Apollo
1: Creed gets killed. Wasn't that five? No, No. don't know. Mm. Let's just worry about this race.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Rocky IV. (laughs) Who do you think would win between Rocky and Imperatrees, Rich? (laughs)
3: Good Good question. question.
0: (laughs)
2: Let's
0: go. And a bold Ooh Is he gonna hold the,
1: she going to hold she going hold the lead though Yeah she is I won't be holding her out Love leading in field, Speed horses 1100 metres You don't want to be anywhere else
2: actually been rated
1: pretty well Compared yeah. to the Colts
2: race Just looking at the splits here
1: Zara looks like it's got something underneath her Come on bold Kick Find something
2: Nah gone. thing down the middle mm.
0: Oh, that is so close.
3: Outside, I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I'll say outside. Old still very disappointing. Winners, oh, Awfully strong. disappointing. Yeah. Yep. Got at the 200, had every hope, just didn't didn't find anything.
2: Yeah. Yep, J Car.
1: Bubble pop there, at least for this prep.
0: Dano, so you've collated the figures from the two Blue Diamond Prelude races. What did you make of it?
2: Well, there's virtually nothing between them. I mean, the Phillies ran 63-66, the Colts... faster, so that's virtually nothing. Um, Sectionally, the Phillies, .08 faster. So, again, look, they're virtually identical. Um, The winner of the Phillies finished a little bit faster than Bodyguard. Uh, So that's really interesting because visually you'd think the Colts looked a much stronger race. Um, The Phillies were not a massive bunch finish, but there wasn't a lot between them. Um, But, yeah, look, on the clock, uh, it's it's impossible to split them, I'd say. Um, Mm. So... Yeah, I'm not sure what that means yet until we see how they rate, Um, but yeah, if I was connections of uh, Lady of Camelot or Coleman or or perhaps some of the other chances, I wouldn't be um, too concerned about what I saw there on Mm. Saturday. Mm.
0: So Bodyguards into $6 Yep, and uh, Hayasugi $11 and also Carrier into $11 as well. Yeah, so
2: so there's a great example. We, We... sort of suggested $6 might be the price for bodyguard. you got um, the Phillies almost double the price, yet they run exactly the same on the clock and she's finished a little bit faster than him. So, mm. um, yeah, sort of visual versus the, versus the clock there. Um, maybe he's bodyguard's got a little bit more upside. Um, but, yeah, I don't think there should be that gap between them in the market. Um, and who knows, it might mean, as I said, that... that both of those lots of former are sort of clearly below the, mm. the other lead-ups. Yeah.
0: Bodyguard didn't look completely wound up, though. He went to the line reasonably
2: easy. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll have plenty of room to improve and he's going to go into the race with a chance. It's not sort of a pot, but um, as you said, we saw dominant winners last week that were dominant on the clock uh, and we didn't see that this week. So that's going to be interesting how the markets treat that leading into the race on the day.
0: Randwick Race 7, the English Millennium. 1,100 metres for two-year-olds and restricted to horses sold at any English sale. Gay and Adrian have the favourite fully lit in this $2 million race, and he wouldn't be in the top five two-year-olds at Tullock Lodge at the moment. That's how airborne they are. All these horses are a long way down in the order of slipper betting, but let's see if one can break out here and become a slipper prospect. Dano, we stick with the two-year-olds here. Um, probably a weaker English Millennium.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, it doesn't look to be a lot of depth there. Um, very heavy support for fully lit barrier fifteen in the big field. Um, traffic's been all pretty much one way. Um, impressed when it won over eleven hundred at Rose Hill, and and sort of looks the obvious. Um, but there's a lot of confidence expressed given the given the wide draw. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: eighty thousand dollars purchase of the yearling sales. Be um, be nice to win this two million dollar race, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, Waterhouse and Bot. I mean. They can find mm. them. doesn't matter how going, much
0: they cost, they find them.
2: Going so well in, in the two-year-old races. has been well documented. Um, they've also got Trunk in the race, uh, who's there with a chance. Um, but, yeah, look, too difficult to bet in the race for me. Mm. Um, yeah, the favourite, sort of the obvious, but, yeah, the, the start's going to be crucial, I think. Kings, are you seeing anything interesting in the
1: market for us? I haven't been having a great look. I've only had one bet in the race. I'm with... Uh, Zach Lloyd and Kelly Sweeter, El Morzillo. Mm-hmm. I took eight dollars and seven fifty. I charged into, I'm having a losing day, which isn't unusual for these Saturday sessions. <laughs> I gotta say, but you know what? The bright side's coming up. So, the only way's up, baby. Mm. Uh, Fully lit under a bit
0: of pressure, but responding.
3: Fully,
1: of Fully lit. Kings, other
3: assholes can't get out.
0: Fully lit. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's well, a that's a big win. That's a big win, big win. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's beaten much there, but did a stack of work early, wide, and just kicked clear and put the race away. Sort of with 200 to go. Like. Big win. Caulfield race eight,
0: the Rubiton Stakes, 1100 meters, Group Two, and open to all. Asfura is my favourite and is knocking on the door of Group One success. She's second favorite at $6 in the Group 1 Oakley Plate in two weeks from now. And Dream Team, Matt, tipped her in the Saturday set. All right, Dream Team, it's time to cover yourself in glory. Your best bet of the day come up. As No one else can get a favorite home.
3: Can you? I think so. Yeah, it's a class horse resuming. There's a few people, smarties, potting it, actually. But I'm pretty confident. Um, solid, very solid at 180, 175 across the bookies. Uh, I'm happy.
0: Dan O, Henry Dwyer seems like a great bloke. He's got a very good horse in Asfura. Yep. No doubt he'd be desperate to win a Group 1 race with it. What do you think of it as a horse?
2: Oh, she's very good. Very good sprinting, Mayor. Very hard to beat in this race, even with the with the penalty. Um, I've got her. I mean, she loves Caulfield. I think she's won four races here. Um and her best win was just a couple of starts ago last prep where she came off the Imperatrice form and then bolted in over 1,100 at Caulfield. If she could return with that sort of form, then she could probably carry – I assume she's going to get a decent weight in the Oakley Plate. She could probably carry it and be sort of somewhere in the mix. Uh, but you'd want to see her going really well here, I think, to, to set herself up for that race. Yeah, she's second
0: second pick in the Oakley Plate at the moment, $6 behind King's Gambit.
2: So. Mm. And yeah, we, have, we haven't seen him yet, King's Gambit. This prep- yeah, mate.
0: You're, you're too upset to talk, right? <laughs>
1: no, no, just back to winning in Brisbane. I've oh. got half out. I'm, okay. I'm chipping away. Don't worry about me. I just grind, grind, grind. I've got to grind in this race as well on Asfura and Hypothetical. I've taken about 60% of the market. <laughs> and I'm happy. I'm happy. You did I'm confident. Confident. I'm going to back Mr. Brightside in the uh, CF4. You put a howl up at the start of the day saying that. You're all
0: you're going to grind the bookies out today, out grind them. Yes, and that's what's happening. Well, I've got half out, so it's yeah, I'm happy about that. But yeah, breaking news out of the last race at Caulfield: Bold Bastille lame in the off four.
3: Everything's worked out well. It's got off the fence, third. They are flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Come, on, Asura. come on, let's go, girl.
3: What's out Why Zapoteo? No, that's not Zapoteo or Kalos.
0: No. Kalos. No. Kalos.
1: No. Kalos.
3: Ooh.
2: Talented horse All on pain. his day, in Kalos.
0: Shinny. Very impressive. Caulfield Race 9, the F Four stakes 1400m Group 1 and Wait for Age. One of the classics of the calendar. And past editions have been won by monsters of the turf like Black Caviar, Maldivian Lonro and Redoute's Choice. And we have a monster in this race, Mr. Brightside. So tough, so consistent, but he is vulnerable today. Today's field is littered with Group 1 winners, but ironically the biggest push from punters to beat him has come from a 3-year-old V8 who is $7 into 550 and yet to win a Group 1. Three-year-olds have won two of the last four runnings. However, the king zone isn't distracted by the noise and is right behind the monster, Mr. Brightside. Dano, one of the great races on the calendar, the CFO Stakes, won by some very, very good horses over the years. What did you make of this year's edition?
2: Uh, look, I think and it's a decent race in the context of the White Fridge horses we've got going around at the moment. Mr. Brightside's obviously the headline. C's um, so been very well backed. I mean, he's got... His consistency is, like, phenomenal. He's just mm. consistently better than what these you know, other horses can run, you know, barring, you know, the peaks of Pride of Jenny and, and so on. Yeah. Um, but he's just got so many runs. Um, market support says he's ready. Uh, so hopefully he can get the job done. Um, yeah, V8's there, sort of second favourite. Yeah. Um, doesn't rate as well with me, so that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But yeah, I think it's all about Mr. Brightside. If he's ready, then he probably wins. Mm.
1: Mm. What's happening in the market, King's own? Oh, Mr. Brightside got out to about 210. He was easy early in betting, and then he, he's been smashed in in the last couple of hours into $1.80, easing back out to about 190 now. But um, yeah, I've had a max bet on. I'm dual winner. <laughs> I said it was going to be a bookie's bloodbath, and the punters have copped it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurting. And they came for V8, you. but it feels like v 8s has uh, got back out again. Yeah, V8's drifted back out to $7. I'm just seeing if there's been anything else. I've just been watching Mr. Brightside. So they haven't really backed anything to to beat him with strong money. So mm. we'll see what happens. But uh, he looked too good to me. I'm just looking now. I bet Fury's out to 205. Happened with the last favourite as well. That's Fury. Got very easy in the last 30 seconds. Someone's in there really. Punching these favourites out late and good luck to them because they're filling their boots at the moment. 2-10, Mr Brightside now late on Betfair. What about our
0: friends at Ladbroke? Have they been pushing a few of these favourites like we were hoping they would?
1: Uh, Yeah, a few. I haven't noticed they haven't been as as aggressive as um, past over the spring carnival so far. Um, They've been top odds, but they haven't taken a real set against anything that I've noticed, no. Jenny
3: is way in front of uh, Buffalo.
1: Mm. Buffalo's kicking up now, though. Yes. Yeah. Probably going to hold her out, yeah. Ed? Brightside's going to get a nice yeah. trail into the yeah. race. Yeah, it's getting a lovely run.
3: As you predicted.
1: Mm. Yeah, they haven't gone as hard, though, have they? Or am I dreaming? Fast
2: mm. nice um, enough, that's sub-11.
3: Yeah. She's in a comfortable place, Jenny, you'd say. Mm. That's what she likes to do. Yeah. They're going fast enough. Yeah. They're
2: sort of strung out a bit. And... Um, yeah, I mean, she's gone near Wheel eleven, near brightside. eleven, sub eleven again. Now I'd say it's a it's a strong speed now. Fine. She's gone probably like thirty three in this mid split here. Mm. Yeah.
3: Can she keep finding Spooning like she did last spring?
2: There. Gonna have
0: to. Comes V eight, V eight, bright side.
3: Come on, bright side,
0: wind up, son.
3: Come on. It's gonna be a great, up. great. Come finish, on, bright side. Come on, no baby.
0: Way. Come on. Come on. Don't run out of real estate.
3: Yes. <laughs> wow.
2: Friday, Jenny. What a run. Great. That
1: was a fucking good run.
3: Great, uh, great race, that one. Real good.
1: Willow. That's why we bet.
3: Well done, Kings. <laughs> You're on the board. Yeah, one favourite out of eight.
1: <laughs> and it fell in. How did you do it? <laughs> That was a, that was a fantastic win. Great, great That's what you race. want to see in champion races. You got horses. two
3: horses out the front, making a, a race of race. it.
1: Yeah. Had a bit to do, didn't it? Great yeah. race, Jenny. Uh,
2: Rich, Rich, you think like with the record, Mister Brightside's building is sort of shades of octagonal, or <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey,
2: better loosen up. Never wins by far, but <laughs> better loosen up. He's, he's a pretty good
0: horse. He's hey, a very very
2: good horse. Very good horse.
1: Yeah, yeah. Champion, Rich.
0: Yeah. No, but he's he's very very good. Stable, is a, a beauty. He's a winner. He's he's the wait for age star of Australia. He's a pound for pound king of of Australia at the moment.
2: Yeah. Stable was quoted during the week saying there's plenty of improvement there because they've got ambitions to be active later in the autumn, like in the Queen Elizabeth in Sydney yeah. and things like that. So they did say it wasn't as sort of wound up as as um, in the past. Um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Not sure how strong that race will rate given Buffalo Rivers they're punching away at weight for age um, but they did look to go very very hard. I think just to the eye just adding up the sections there Prodigy went something like third low 33s for a 600 meter split in the middle there which is absolutely flying.
0: That's a wrap for the Saturday session. It feels so good to have Elite Racing back and we will continue to deliver you the Saturday session week in week out all the way through to the end of the queensland winter carnival in late june so many highs and lows in front of us but that is the great game and why we love it so much we have a lot of epic content being published over the next couple of weeks so make sure you are subscribed and help us grow by spreading the word to your mates if you like our work also if you like the t-shirt i'm wearing you should check out our merch store at wolfdenstore.win up the den see you during the week imagine what you could be buying instead For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.